as communities adapt to social distancing during the COVID-19 pandemic, uh, Northwest Missouri State University's NPR affiliate KXCVKRNW is altering its upcoming 5KXCVKRNW run for radio and encouraging individuals to participate virtually. Here to tell us all about the change, Matt Trenton again. We had him on here just a couple weeks back. And Matt, thanks for coming back on. How are you this morning? I'm doing great, Brent. How are you? Hey, not too bad. And, um, you know, Matt, we're going to still have this thing, and we're still going to run for radio, aren't we? Yeah, that's exactly right. You know, we kind of, like you mentioned, kind of been dealt a bit of a weird hand here through uh, March into the, or March into April now already. So um, we're just going to try to do what we can to still be able to get people out, uh, do something to get active, get healthy. And, you know, the, the news is a little bit depressing with all the numbers we see every day. So... Again, um, we were hoping to do this where we could all get together and, and get out and run, but uh, still kind of looking at this away as a way of, um, you know, get out, run on your own, walk on your own, um, out in the street, a trail, a treadmill, whatever. Um, we're still looking for folks, you know, send us your results, take a selfie or a, a you know, picture of where you're doing your, your 5K at, send it to us. And still trying to build up some of that camaraderie of being able to get out together and uh, participate in an event like this. Um, through still social distancing, you know, and, and we're still going to have our prizes for our top finishers, um, door prizes for everybody coming through, uh, you know, some drawings and some good stuff from sponsors from around the area. So uh, still trying to just have some fun and, and kind of take people's minds off of uh, COVID-19 right now. Yeah, and, you know, there have been some uh, shelter-in orders uh, in parts of northwest Missouri, and I know here in Iowa the governor has said, you know, hey, uh, still do your outdoor activities. Just practice those social distancing guidelines. And, uh, you know, you have a chance here to, you know, practice healthy ways, be fit, and uh, help out for a good cause, Matt. Yeah, that's exactly right, Brent. And, you know, it's going throughout the Northwest Missouri State Campus, we just recently got that shelter-in-place order, uh, heck, starting, I guess, uh, today, um, our 1201 uh, this morning. So, you know, you still see people out on campus, and it's a beautiful campus. Things are greening up, and the flowers are starting to pop. But as you see folks on the sidewalks, everybody's really cordial, but still keeping that six feet, not crossing right next to each other or walking too close. So you're still seeing that social distancing, and so we're hoping that folks will still want to be able to get out, uh, participate in the 5K, and, and like you said, raising money for uh, our uh, nonprofit public radio station on campus, which... Um, not only do we do a, a lot of news and, and some local stuff like you guys do, but um, also trying to produce as many professionals going into the media world as possible, including, you know, fine young gentlemen like yourself, Brent, that uh, came through our program up here. So it, it supports students here at Northwest Missouri State and also supports folks getting out and trying to get healthy. Yeah, Matt, uh, I, I went through the, the, the broadcasting program at Northwest and uh, worked for KXCV, Bearcat Radio Network, and you uh, pretty much, you had the same path, right? Yeah, I mean, heck, even right down to the fact that we went to uh, eight-man football schools here in Northwest <laughs> Missouri that ended up going to Northwest Missouri State and working at KXTV, Bearcat Radio, Sideline Reporter. So, yeah, we were we were very much aligned in what we did. We just happened to be about four or five years apart. So, yeah. um, But, no, it's been great to see um, folks like yourself come through and then so many bright young students, whether, you know, you come from a Kansas City and, and they have, like, media departments actually within their high schools or – you know, Missouri 1A schools like you and me that really didn't have much of an opportunity mm-hmm. but still just kind of seizing it once we get to Northwest. So it is a diverse group of kids with different backgrounds coming in, but uh, uh, still a lot of great kids coming through. And, and despite all of this, we still have quite a few um, doing their best to stay on campus and working as much as they can so they can afford their rent and, and continue to, to do their work 
as close to uh, the campus as possible. So um, it is a great program, and we're, we're just happy to hear folks like you still in the area and still turning out great products. Well, and that pro- the broadcasting program uh, definitely offers a lot of big opportunities. I know uh, one one letdown of the uh, you know Central Region tournament getting canceled there for uh, the men's basketball team that was going to be hosted in Maryville. Uh, the the TV students there at K and W T on campus they were going to be doing a live broadcast, right? Yeah, yeah. So they were actually set up with um, you know the, the cameras, um, you know, running the uh, the production of truck um, mm-hmm. from the back, all the graphics, everything right down to it, and they were going to plug into um, John Coffee and my broadcast mm-hmm. for that that stream. But we were going to do every single game throughout that tournament, and they kind of did a little bit of a dry run because they usually do a few games every year. Their dry run was that Missouri Southern doubleheader whenever Trevor Hudgens hit the buzzer beater at the last second that ended up clinching a share of the MIAA regular season title for Northwest that they ended up claiming outright. And just getting a glimpse of what they had to offer and, and how well they did with that Missouri Southern basketball game, I know personally I was really excited to see what they were going to do with seven games through a tournament in that region championship, um, which, you know, the, the past couple of years they've had, but really building on that great product they've had each year. So really looking forward to what they would have done with it. Mm-hmm. Disappointing that we don't have it, of course, but um, that's just one of those things that's just a product of what we're going through right now. So um, we're just hoping to give them a chance to maybe do it again next year. Now, Matt, the, uh, the 5K event was originally scheduled April 18th. Now it's any time, anywhere. And uh, what, what's the, the dates that you have uh, for, the, for the range that people can get the run in? So basically we're looking for um, April 11th through April 25th, basically a two-week period to go out. Um, get your run in or get your walk in. If you want to send in your results from a walk, that's great. Um, if you if you'd really not, that's fine. But you know we have a lot of folks that you just kind of don't know where you land. So if you do run it, you might as well send in your results. You still might qualify for a medal depending on on where you land. But we've got that two week period of April 11th through the 25th to go out and do it. Take a screenshot of your results. Take a picture. Um, however you go about clocking it, send that information to us, and we'll kind of. Um, put that in. We were going to cut off registration like online the 17th. We we're going to have it the day of the 18th when people came out. Well, now since we've opened it up like this to this virtual 5K, basically all the way up until 25th, the last day to run it and send us your results, you can go on, register that day, um, get it knocked out by the 25th. And as long as you register, you know, by the 25th, the very last day to do it and send us those results, you still, um, qualify that we'll get a t-shirt printed and, and get one to everybody so you know there's usually that kind of hard cut off of if you uh, will actually be able to get a t-shirt and, and some of those little gifts that come with some of these 5ks but since we've been forced to ship the virtual way um, it actually opens it up to where um, we can still get everybody's shirts and make sure everybody's getting that full experience of um, participating in it one way or the other so um, a little bit more time to be able to get it done and you know brent if you go out and you run it on April 11th and you don't like your time, why not just go back out the 12th or the 13th or 14th or whatever and get your best time, get your PR, send that in, and you never know uh, how you might qualify. Yeah, you bet. And uh, the website's uh, www.kxcv.org for more information. And, you know, Matt, we have a few minutes left here. We had some other business to get to. Uh, so you mentioned the um, Missouri Southern game earlier. Trevor Hudgens, the big shot to win it at the buzzer. That was a huge one. And speaking of Hudgens and also Ryan Hawkins, how about this? They were 
they were snubbed. They were not a part of the NABC All-American team that was released. Uh, what was your reaction to that when that came out? Brent, I was shocked. Yeah. I was shocked when I saw that. And of course, you know, they ride probably in all of our Bearcats, but I know for you guys especially with Ryan being uh, from up there in the Atlantic, uh, mm-hmm. you know, really taking a, a shine to him and what he's been able to do throughout his career. Both guys are deserving. It's just kind of a, a not great way that they put those teams together. Only two players from each region make it. And I guess it goes on the NABC all-district voting. The top two vote-getters from each region are automatically the um, All-Americans. Somehow, in the central region, Cam Martin from Missouri Southern, who we saw three times this year, we saw a couple times last year as well, he's a great basketball player, kind of expected him to be an All-American, so uh, I don't think anybody really bats an eye at that, but then Brandon Meyer from Minnesota Duluth, a team that didn't even qualify for the NCAA tournament, they were kind of a French team and ended up being on the outside looking in, uh-huh. he ended up getting that second All-American nod, so uh, it's one of those things that... The NSIC has more teams, and so a guy like Brandon Meyer just happens to get a few more votes because he's got more teams up in his conference. And uh, I know it's kind of silly sounding and, and maybe a little bit political at times, too. So while Northwest really had two guys that should be probably clear cut All Americans, the way it's done, just didn't receive a vote. So um, pretty sad. But, you know, one silver lining that could come from it, if there was a need for more motivation, is that. You know, Hudgens is going to be a junior. Hawkins is going to be a senior. And these guys who have only lost one game the past two years have an even bigger chip on their shoulder. Oh, again, they've only lost one game the last two years. So I'm I'm not sure how you um, just continue to fuel guys like that. But the NABC found a way to do it. So hopefully those guys come out and really uh, state their case again to be All-Americans again next year. And technically still the defending champions. That means they get to play Duke, right? You know what? I I don't see why not, right? And, and I would be willing to volunteer to go after that game if they if they did. So I'm, I'm going to wear that one for the team if I have to. <laughs> Very cool. Well, I did also see that uh, Coach Ben McCollum was named the NABC Coach of the Year, which I'm sure that was expected. Uh, yeah, I mean, and there were really some, some really great teams up and down throughout the country. I mean, you think about Lincoln Memorial. Um, I think they'd won. 30, 31, 32 games in a row going into the tournament. Um, West Texas A&M was great, but, you know, what Coach Mack has built at Northwest Missouri State, I mean, there really shouldn't be a doubt to who the best coach in the country is. Um, So um, we were happy to at least see that one come in despite not having an All-American. And there's been a little shakeup in the conference. Uh, Missouri Western uh, men's team has a coaching change here in just the last few days. Yeah, and that was a bit of a surprise, too, because, you know, Sundance Wicks came in. Uh, he was assistant at Northern State up in the NSIC, and, um, you know, he's worked with some, some NBA prospects and had done some big things. And so I wasn't uh, hugely surprised that he was leaving relatively quickly because he had turned that program around pretty quick. They just playing better basketball, and uh, you thought that he was a guy that was probably capable of becoming a Division One head coach and would get those looks at some point. Um I was surprised that he went and was an assistant at Wyoming. So he's back in his home state. Um, he's from Gillette. So I think he's happy to be a little bit closer to home. Um, and then they went ahead and, and elevated their assistant, Will Martin, um, to be the new head coach. And, you know, if you, if you see Will, um, I've only heard great things about him. But he's a young guy. He was a student manager on the 2012 
Kentucky basketball team that uh, won that national championship with John Calipari at head coach, um, Anthony Davis uh, on that basketball team as well, who's now in the NBA. So, um, you know, he, he was around there. Uh, he's worked with Danny Manning when he was at Tulsa. Um, he was assistant at San Francisco State. So a rather young guy, but he's, you know, he's been around a little bit already and, and learned a lot from Coach Wicks. So I think Missouri Western feels good about him sticking around, and he should be able to keep all the freshmen they have coming in. They're pretty high on some of the young guys they have coming in. So they feel like they can keep building on what they have. And, um, you know, what's crazy is now through the Brent Weiberg era at Missouri Western, and the Sundance Weeks era, I mean, that's, that's back-to-back coaches that have been over against Ben McCollum in Northwest. So <laughs> Will Martin will have his, uh, his work cut out for him against his rival. But, uh, man, that's one thing that uh, Coach Mack has really locked down, uh, Highway 71 here up to Maryville. Missouri Western has not had any luck. Yeah, it's been, there's been a lot of success with the men's program, and uh, I'm sure it's going to be another good year next year. You know, Unfortunately, the season ended short this year because I think a lot of folks thought they were going to repeat as national champions, and they were the favorite to do so. But you know what? We'll to just wait and see on that. Uh, bulk of the roster coming back next season should be exciting. And, Matt, again, you know, if people do want more information about your, your uh, 5K event, uh, Run for Radio, coming up uh, on a- in April 11th through the 25th, how do they get more information today? Just go online to our website, kxcv.org. We've got like a little uh, banner ad on the left side that has our logo, 5KXCV, KRNW. You can click that. Um, that has some information. Um, you can register right there. Um, also follow us on Twitter, at KXCV, KRNW. Um, it's just $25 to register. Of course, everybody gets um, a T-shirt, a race bib, even though you know you might not be able to wear it while you run because – and you're kind of running it on your own time. It's still kind of a nice memento to have. We also have some other giveaways. Again, we're going to have door prizes, so um, it should be a lot of fun. Um, again, April 11th to the 25th to run it. You can register any time between now up to April 25th um, to be able to, get to go out there and participate. And, uh, yeah, it should be great trying to raise some money for some public radio. And, uh, Brent, we always appreciate you having us on. Yeah, absolutely. And thanks for coming back, Matt. Have a good day, all right? Thanks, man. Take it easy.